This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Welcome to the Dave Leary Show. Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast, brought to you by Freedom's Path Recovery Society in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember that these opinions that are shared are those of the individuals and not of any agency, organization, or other entity, unless otherwise specified. Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. Tonight's guest is Venetia. I don't even know where to begin. Um, the story is pretty awesome. Ending with, or not ending, but continuing with the amazing Terminator run every every year? Every year. Every year. So you take it away. Tell us about the whole thing. Oh, um, like right from the, when it started? When, yeah, whenever you want to start. Um, well, when Terminator started, it wasn't Terminator. Mm. Um, it was, uh, I actually, well, it all, it all started, um, because I was in treatment with my daughter. Mm. And so probably about six years ago now, um, yeah, six, uh, six years ago, um, I was in treatment with Eden uh, for the first time. And so we were at ARC, mm-hmm. Alberta Adolescent Recovery Center. And uh, so it was going through there and just that whole process and, and stuff like that. Um, I just, it was like, um, in a lot of ways, it was like an awakening for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, like, I sort of had thought I knew, like, I knew a fair bit about addiction and mental health. Uh, Some of that from working in the field, some of that just from my own life experience Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But then when I went through it as a parent uh, with a child struggling, Mm with addiction it just it changed everything for me like it changed my beliefs that you know because i i totally blamed myself Mm -hmm. um for her being where she was um i really thought it was my fault um it was you know whole you know it was because of the divorce it was because of the trauma it Mm -hmm. was because of the you know my own um issues with addiction and stuff so I just thought it was all my fault Mm -hmm. you know and and so when going to ARC and seeing um you know seeing the other families and seeing because pretty much everyone uh, all the other people that were in treatment they were two-parent families okay right so I was I think I was one of the only single parents in there And so it just, it blew a lot of my own paradigms Mm -hmm. of thinking and what I thought I knew. 
And so anyways, it was going through that. And then I, I run myself. I've been a runner for years now. And at the time I had a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it was, you know, one day I was out running and I just, I just, I just felt like I wanted to do something. And I, you know, I didn't totally know what I could do. And yeah. one day I was out running. I was just like, should like start a run. Like mm-hmm. I just had the thought kind of thing that yeah. should start a run. And, but it all, it was almost like almost immediately upon having the thought, I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't, who would show up for that? Yeah. Like, who, you know what I mean? I just, I was like, what? I'm just some mom in treatment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I mean? And so I kind of dismissed it and like as mu- as quick as it came in, I was like, yeah, that's stupid. And, mm-hmm. you know, and just let it go. And then it wouldn't leave me alone. The yeah. thought wouldn't leave me alone. And so I eventually brought it up in one of my coaching sessions uh, with my coach. And she was just like, you, you know, you know how coaches, they'll get mm-hmm. you to like really dig that up and, you know, stuff like that. And throw. so it was through one of my sessions with her. And by the end of it, I was, I knew I had to, Yeah. I couldn't just leave it. Yeah. And so I was, I was terrified to do the first run. I didn't know anything about putting a run event together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. And so it was a crash course in putting the run together. And so we did it. And then the first run, um, we we had probably like around 100 people showed mm-hmm. up for the first run. Wow. And it, which was amazing. That is amazing. And uh, and then and then we did it again the next year. And then it was kind of like, holy, this is like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing with this, this run thing? Yeah. And then because, <clears throat> excuse me, we were just calling it the youth addiction awareness run. Yeah. Like I just didn't, I didn't know what I even was doing or what I had or what any of it was supposed to mean. Um, except I just wanted people to not go through what I went through. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> And then after two years, I, I remember, um, just like, man, if we're going to keep going with this, like I need to, I need to figure out what the heck to call this mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, so I, I, one day I was driving in my car and, and it was right around the time we were kind of getting ready to start gearing up for another run, mm-hmm. you know, start the preparations and things like yeah. that. And, and I was driving to the store and the radio was on and, they were advertising about the movie Terminator. Okay. And I can't remember which Terminator movie that was supposed to be. Probably Genesis or <laughs> the last one maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And I wasn't really listening to the radio. It was just on in the background, mm. right? But it was weird because obviously I've grown up with the Terminator movies, yeah. right? Like, and <clears throat> But it was when she said the movie Terminator... It I literally like it was like it dropped into my spirit, mm-hmm. and I, and I I like I flipped out in my car driving. I was like, because you know when it, you know when it just mm-hmm. kind of hits you, yeah, you know. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that you know I'm my hands are on the steering wheel, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's it, that's it, that's what it is. It's Terminator, it's Terminator, yeah. and it was like it just made sense mm-hmm. for everything that how I felt, everything I wanted it to be, 
how, like, I just, you know, the stigma, the shame, it mm. was like it just encompassed everything, mm. you know? And so then I was like, that's it. It's, we're calling it the, you know, Terminator run. Yeah. It's the Terminator run. And so then it became the Terminator run. Wow. And that was, yeah. So how did, how did that fit? Like the Terminators, you want to terminate stigma? Terminate? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, I could see that. that that's yeah. what I was thinking right away. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, terminate the stigma. It's like, well, and for me too, and especially now as it's evolved, mm. right? Because we do the triathlon training, we do, and it's... You do that triathlon training? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's totally evolved, the whole program. Mm. And so so that year, so the third year we did the run and it became... The Terminator Run for yeah. Youth Addiction Awareness. Uh, that same year, um, I was I started training. So during this time too, like Eden hadn't been to any of these runs. Mm -hmm. So I've started this Youth Addiction Awareness Run, and Eden went through treatment at Arc, did the nine and a half months, graduated Arc. I think she was sober for a year and then she relapsed. Mm. And so during this whole process, as as I'm building Terminator yeah. or Terminators getting a hold of me mm. is basically what happened. Eden is relapsing. It's getting mm. worse. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. And so, yeah, during those three years, um, it just got uglier and uglier. Mm. And so... Um, yeah, so it all, it all kind of, sorry if my memory is a little bit foggy, but. Oh, it's okay. You probably told the story a thousand well, times. Well, not, not all these like little details, <laughs> oh, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, um, so yeah, so she, it, so she, Eden attended the third annual run finally. It was mm -hmm. her first time, uh, being able, like being sober, being you know, at the run and stuff yeah. like that. But, and then, so that was also the year that I had done my first, me personally, mm -hmm. I had done my first uh, half Ironman. Wow. And so <clears throat> just backing up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I started training for my, for a half Ironman um, on, a, I think it was like April 1st. Mm -hmm. I registered for the half Ironman and the half Ironman was in July. Wow. So I trained it in like three and a half months or whatever. Mm. I couldn't swim. I didn't have a bike. All I had was a pair of runners. Yeah. And so, so I st and and Eden, my daughter Eden, was totally out on the streets. That was at the worst. She was addicted to heroin, fentanyl, wow. homeless. Like it, it was ugly. And um, so we, I trained for that, and then it was after that, doing my my own first half Ironman that. Uh, that fall we had would have had our i think our third run or something and then i launched the triathlon program of terminator mm. and so it just seemed to it was like it was well for me it was like god always knew what terminator was destined to become mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it was like even now with these triathlons and everything it just that much more suits terminator mm -hmm. you know because they're they're like warriors these kids yeah 
you know, as they're doing these triathlons yeah. and stuff like that. And so now the annual run is just, it's a part of what we do now. It's a part of what the foundation does. Oh, okay. So there's more to the foundation, obviously, than just the run. Oh, yeah. So okay. now we have the annual run yep. that happens every September. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just finished our third season of triathlon training. Wow. So now we train youth and young adults that are impacted by drug and alcohol addiction. Mm-hmm. And we train them to do triathlons. Anywhere from a beginner try all the way through to the half Iron Man. Wow. So we'll take these kids... Um, I don't care if they're 24 or 48 hours sober mm. or if they've been relapsing, get a few months in, they go mm-hmm. back out, They wherever they're at, we'll get them from treatment. You know, we work with some of the, the, the guys that are going through Fresh Start okay. or wherever, right? Yeah. And so so we, it's kind of like it just supports their recovery journey. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so it, it literally revolutionizes the way that they think. Yeah. They're not the same people. They couldn't be. When yeah. when they're done that trial. And that it doesn't matter what distance they decide to do, yeah. whether it's a sprint or an Olympic, or yeah. maybe they're doing the half Ironman. Like the one guy that we just finished training with, Mike, he just did a half Ironman in August. Wow. And I we started training with Mike. Mm-hmm. He was 16 days clean off of, uh, he was had been using crystal meth intravenously. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. And so when we got him, yeah, he was 16 days clean and started training with us. Wow. That's unbelievable. So what yeah. else? What, what's the name of the foundation, first of all? So the foundation is Terminator Foundation. Okay. Yeah. Terminator Foundation. Yeah. And so we have the annual run, the yep. Terminator Run for Youth Addiction Awareness. We have the triathlon portion mm-hmm. of, the, of the foundation. So we do the triathlons. Yeah. And then we also, this past year, launched our first conference. Oh, wow. So we did a, a conference in June. Okay. Uh, it was June 1st, I believe. And it was the Truth Is You Can Recover conference, the wow. first annual. Awesome. And so it was, so what, you know, just like how we were talking earlier about with the families mm-hmm. and the support. And yeah. so that's, that's really what I want to do with it as I, I just some place for youth and families. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I really believe in being proactive and getting to these kids way sooner, mm-hmm. you know, instead of waiting until they're out on the street, yeah. until they're running away from home, until, you know what I mean? I do. And uh, and then help trying to support these families. Mm-hmm. Just let them know that they're not alone. Like yeah. it's, you're not a bad parent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean that, yeah, maybe we... You know, we might need to brush up on our skills a bit or mm-hmm. learn some different things ourselves, different tools, you know, codependency, yeah. like all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're a bad parent. Yeah, not at all. And not so all. so that's what that's what I'm wanting to do with Terminator mm-hmm. is to just educate, right? Because if we can educate our communities, mm-hmm. our city you know, our cities, our nation, if we can educate, then once people are educated, then they can have an understanding mm-hmm. and then it makes room for empathy. Yeah. Right. So I, I think it's amazing. I, I have yet to hear of another place around here anyway um, that focuses on that um, physical recovery, that exercise component. Right. Of Don't get me wrong. I know some of the treatment centers have gyms and they and the yeah. guys work out and, and gals work out and stuff. But focusing actually on the training mm-hmm. right which is 
it sounds like that's what you guys do mm -hmm. is you focus on the like i'm assuming the different components of the triathlons mm -hmm. and so where do you guys use which pool do you use well, we, we've been all over the place yeah. for that. Like when we first started, um, when I first launched it, I was literally like just picking these kids up from wherever, picking them up from the train, picking yeah. them up from Fresh Start. And we drive out to Okotoks wow. and swim out there. And then I drive them back. Yeah. And so that's kind of just what we did for the first two years. Mm -hmm. And then this last year, we did the most of our training at Repsol. Okay. At the pool at Repsol. And then we're, truthfully, we're... I'm looking for another facility right okay. now. Okay, it's hard to uh, it's hard to find a pool. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot more challenging than what it, especially when you are. Um, I mean, it's one thing to join a go join mm -hmm. a pool and go swimming yeah. and join a class and whatever, but when you're trying to basically come in as your own entity and with your own coaches yeah. and rent lanes it's they're it's really restricted yeah it would be i think yeah so it's so i'm i'm hope i'm believing one day we'll have our own facility yeah so i that's believe the it dream. too yeah I totally too. david yeah right on. i i want to i just i want to like i just want to take i just want the whole landscape when it comes to these kids and you know addiction and mental health and stuff i i you know i was explaining it to a girlfriend um just the other day and you know you remember like 20 years ago 30 years ago smoking right mm -hmm. it was cool to smoke yeah even even longer than that too right for a long yeah. time it was super cool to smoke mm -hmm. right all the movie stars smoked yeah. Right. It was it was almost like it was the, it was elegant. It was mm -hmm. a sign of your classy things like that. Right. It mm -hmm. was super you, we could smoke everywhere. Yeah. Super cool to smoke. But now. Right. I know we have an issue with vaping or whatever, but now you see people smoking. It's mm -hmm. not it's not really cool anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like gone out of style. Right. It's actually quite interesting how much out of style it's gone. Totally, exactly. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. And so I, I I feel the same way about, in particular, drugs and alcohol, mm. right? It's so glamorized, right? Yeah. It's in all the music. Mm -hmm. It's in it's the, the music videos. It's the, we have mom uh, wine memes. Oh, yeah. We have, right? It's like, yeah. it's in all the movies, the romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. It's in, there's almost, you don't do anything without having alcohol. It's like, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's sexy, it's cool, mm -hmm. it's glamorized, it's whatever. I want to change that. Yeah. I want to change that. Yeah. And I, I want, I want Terminator to be a part of that because just like you and I were talking before, like, it's killing these kids. Mm -hmm. It's killing them. Yeah. You know, and that whole perception of it being cool and mm. hip and, <clears throat> you know, they, I mean, they all, they all think it, mm -hmm. it's, it's in their face 24 seven. It's yeah. all over social media. It's, you can't get away from it. No. And I, and I, that's what I want to change. That's yeah. what I want to see change. I want kids to start getting lit up about their lives mm. sober. I want them to feel like they can kick ass mm -hmm. sober, you know, and not be interested in drinking because they're, you know, 
want to write a book by the time they're 20. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? On whatever they think, you know, whatever lights them up, that they want to write music, that they want to, who knows what, you know, get into Mm -hmm. dance or music or start coming alive with the dreams that are in their heart Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just, I want to see that change. Mm -hmm. I want to see that change in this generation. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think like the interesting thing about like media, like singing yeah. and drinking and all that, you can see a you could see a something on TV or a movie or whatever, and you could have smoking being pushed down. Yeah. Right? There's a stigma now about smoking where they'll elevate drinking. It, totally. And, and and as an alcoholic in recovery, you know, yeah. I have a few years, so I'm not I'm not tempted very often. Yeah. yeah. But when I'm watching when I, when I'm oversaturated by media with it, yeah. it starts to cross my mind, yeah. and it it's so strange because I know it's going to cross my mind if I'm exposed to it over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Um, but there's going to be people that say, well, "Yeah, well, you just have to ignore that stuff." On and it's like, "Yeah, you know what? You can ignore it for a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's the hundred and first time mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gets you." You know, I I yeah I. And that's, but that's the thing too. Just, I don't want to ignore it. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Like, I'm actually, I'm lately, I've been starting to really feel fired up about this because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sick of these messages. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, you know, they're just uh, this past week, uh, I think it was actually last week. And I don't know if you heard about that, but three kids overdosing in Strathmore at the school. Yeah. Junior high, high school kids. Three kids what overdosed. Were they doing? Last, I don't know what they were doing for drugs, but Jesus. yeah, overdosed and one died. They're they're like fifteen, four, between fourteen and, and sixteen years old. I heard about the He's, fatality, but yeah, not the other two. Yeah, but and I'm just like, what what are we doing? Like, and that's you know, I don't I, w- I don't want to ignore this anymore. I don't want to look mm-hmm. past it or around it. Over, it needs to change. Mm-hmm. The the message needs to change. Yeah. You know, and we, we, I, I like, I have grandkids. Mm-hmm. I, I have four children myself. And How I write, is that possible though? Yeah, 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 no, it is. And I have wow. four grandkids, you know, and I think about my grandkids. I don't want them growing up in what my kids are dealing mm-hmm. with even right now. You know, and like my yeah. younger boys, right? Mm-hmm. They're 16 and 18 and just, just that, that pressure you know, that pressure, the mm-hmm. pressure, it's everywhere, right? And I, so I, I want to be a part of that message changing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, like just starting to hold people and organizations more accountable mm-hmm. for the, like, the messages they pass the on. The messages that you guys yeah. are passing on. Yeah. You know, the messages that you're a part of passing on are killing this generation mm-hmm. of young people. It's, I feel like she's accusing me, just so you guys know. <laughs> no, like it's because she's fired up. I, yeah, I, but I'm glad. Yeah. Please be fired up. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. I was just like feeling really guilty for yeah, a minute. I'm like, no, oh my god. <laughs> but it's like it's yeah, it's it's bothersome, mm-hmm. you know. Like I I don't know about you, but I know for me, I'm in recovery. Mm-hmm. I'm in recovery from alcohol, uh, and and I have been for for a few years mm-hmm. now. But I. This is the best I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like my life is freaking amazing. Yeah. You know, even even when it's shitty. You know, mm-hmm. I it, there's something powerful 
and enlightened about being able to be in your emotions mm -hmm. and not have to drink them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not have to drink them in celebration, mm -hmm. not have to drink them because you're sad or in sorrow mm -hmm. or you're running from pain or you're angry, you're pissed off, like whatever it is that we, because we, we drink and, and, and drug or whatever yeah. over every, well, hey, I got a raise, time to celebrate. Yeah. Hey, my so-and-so, my friend's getting married, time to celebrate. Oh, yeah. my boyfriend broke up with me, time to drink, yeah. time to get drunk, time to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's any need for, I mean, we don't even have happy hours any hour now. Yeah. You know, and I just like, I, it's, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And go, go ahead. No, no, please. No, yes. I was just going to say, but I, so I, I think it's, it's unfair. And I think this is why I love this recovery out mm -hmm. loud movement, yeah. you know, and recovery day, Calgary, mm -hmm. recovery day all over Canada, yeah. you know, and this whole out loud thing, because I think, yeah, we do need to push back mm -hmm. on this, you know, and push back on those messages. Yeah. Because I've, you know, being sober is my my best day drunk doesn't even compare to my worst day sober mm -hmm. now, you know. And that's the message that oh, it's boring. You know, if you if you don't, <laughs> hey, I, I hear that. Oh, don't you get bored? Yeah. Like, don't you? Uh, no. Like, I, yeah. If anything, I need to learn to probably slow down a little bit because my life is so. Mm -hmm amazing yeah it's amazing it is you know far from boring you know isn't that funny hey because like we could sit here and talk about all the cool stuff that's happening in our lives yeah and give credit to sobriety for it because yeah. we both know that's probably why we're still here totally and, and the reality is is that i've yet to be bored in sobriety yeah. Yeah. And if I ever got to a point where I felt a little bit like I might be bored, well, that meant it was time to do some work. And exactly. Right? It, totally. Right. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, and that's the thing too. Like I, you know, being, um, being sober and being mindful of my mm -hmm. feelings and my, you know, so, you know, my, if I get lonely, if I get bored, mm -hmm. if I get whatever, and then just being able to like, okay, well, what, you know, what can yeah. we do about that, Venetia? Yeah. You know, because it, I don't need to run from it. I don't need to, you know, mm -hmm. do I like all the feelings that I feel sometimes? No. Yeah. But, but that's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And unless we're, and I really, really believe this, I can't experience the intense joy mm -hmm. and gratitude I do unless I'm also willing to stay in the arena, mm -hmm. right? Of, of deep sorrow, yep. right? Loss, mm -hmm. sadness. You can't have one without the other mm -hmm. sober, yeah. you know? And we, we think we can, we think we can do that, you yeah. know? And I don't we, know where it went wrong. Like maybe it was when we were kids. And someone told us that we couldn't feel bad, right? Yeah. I don't know, but that's what it seems like to me. Because a lot of people um, that I that I talk to or work with or whatever, a, a big part of the trouble is is that they just don't want to feel bad feelings. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. They just don't want to feel, they're like, I'm sad. I'm like, well, be sad. T- yeah. That's okay. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's so interesting because as adults, we would think, I know I thought this about myself. I probably should have known better by the time I got to be 40 or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just didn't. It's yeah. so strange how yeah. until I knew what I didn't know, yeah, I was in the dark. Probably yeah. like yourself. Oh, and, totally. Yeah. But it, it's uh, that out loud thing. I didn't want to like forget about this, and I have a tendency to forget stuff. He'll make fun of me when I do. <laughs> um, but that out loud, the, that's the whole point behind this. To okay, be honest with you, was because awesome. I we don't I don't want to keep it private anymore. Yeah. I don't want people to feel like I mean, and don't get me wrong. I understand like the twelve step fellowships and their anonymity principles. Totally, me too. And that's wonderful um, for them. But but the individuals who are actually recovering, it's not as good for them in every arena, right? Because I think, now I'll speak for myself, and what I really wanted to do was share these stories with people like Darcy, who wouldn't otherwise be connected to any of the stories. They'd see, you see it on the news or hear stories on whatever, but to be actually personally connected to individuals recovering as a non-addict alcoholic person, I mean, he's got problems, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we just don't have enough time tonight. And Sam's here, so I don't want to talk about that. Um, but it was like it's like that to share it with all the people out there that have no idea that there are people like yourself or like every other person we've had mm-hmm. who are doing really incredibly cool shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and they're doing it most of the time because they can. Yeah. You know. And uh, how many triathletes have we had? <clears throat> Two or three? Wow, yeah. that's super cool. Right? And yeah. they're all, and I think they're in recovery, all of them, except for maybe one. He might not be. Yeah. Um, Jason, he lost like, like 150 yeah. pounds. Oh, yeah. Jason's like another, he's a big uh, pro uh, pro athlete. Cool. And he was, you know, in his recovery, he's lost 100 and some, hasn't he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And just, but these kinds of things, when yeah. people can come and share that openly, right? And, I get some people say, well, I, I, I want to remain anonymous. And that's cool. Like, yeah. to each yeah. their own, right? Yeah. But the idea is to allow the platform. Yeah. So that those of us who, who believe, like, I believe like you're talking about, I'm, you're preaching to the choir. If, if, if I have to talk about it out loud in places where we've never talked about it before, mm-hmm. that's fine. Totally. Because that's the only, like, <clears throat> it's one thing to have, um, and I want to ask you about your conference as well. Um, so I hope I don't forget that either. Um, see, I just had that brain thing. As soon as I thought about something else, it was gone. Um, but, oh, yeah, and not just having conferences where, oops, sorry, man. Um, not just having conferences in in one location, but having those conferences anywhere. Yeah. Those conversations. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, please, and if, if um, I don't want to interrupt you or, I don't no, this take the awesome. airtime. This is really awesome. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned that you're like fired up is because you're firing me up. And <laughs> and that happens, right? Because what you're talking about is so important, I think, for our for anyone who needs help, mm-hmm. whether it be addiction or mental illness, to be able to go somewhere and have a conversation about it without mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. um I think well, I know that people like yourself who have and have done these kinds of things out loud mm-hmm. is what's making that possible. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so anyway, before I forget again, I'll ask you about your your conference. What what happens in the conference? Is it one day, two days? Uh, right now, it's a one day. Okay. It's a one day conference. One day, all day. Yep. Um, 
and uh, that that very likely could change because we were we were jam packed. Were you? Um, yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, in this past June, yeah, yeah. it was phenomenal. Um, we uh, we were like sold out. There, you know, standing room mm. only kind of thing at the back, and basically it was like addiction one hundred and one. I just wow. There again, I I wanted a place for you know where everyone was welcome because having it was it's almost like what I went through with Eden and my kids Mm -hmm. was like school the school of hard knocks Mm -hmm. for having being a parent Mm -hmm. of like you know kid with addiction Mm -hmm. issues kind of thing right well said hard knocks indeed oh it totally it was Mm -hmm. hardcore like yeah you know, I, we did everything from voluntary detox to in, I did three P chads. Mm-hmm. Um, we did ADAC, I, you know, counseling, psychiatrists, mm-hmm. like everything. And then ARC. And so, but going through that, you know, uh, overdosing, being at the hospital, oh. like, so we, we kind of, we visited everybody yeah. sort of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I, I got to see firsthand mm-hmm. what that felt like. Right. And then even when it got to the place where Eddie got um, where it was really bad and she was homeless. Um, her name's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Her, yeah Eden. Eden. I, we, I call her Eddie or Ed. It's That's her, funny. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And That's um, neat. <laughs> but even even, you know, when she because it basically got to the point where, you, you know, the Calgary drop in a rehab center. Mm-hmm. Well, my that's what my daughter was like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and so... Was she staying there for a bit? No, no, she wasn't. But yeah. it was, she was totally homeless. Yeah. Like, she was, you well, it's, know... It's rough anywhere it out was, there. You know, crack yeah. houses, flop mm-hmm. houses, living on the street, li- living in abandoned buildings, dumpster diving, mm-hmm. um, stealing, B&Es, prostitution, yeah. little bit of gang stuff. Like, you, mm-hmm. she learned to survive on the, on the yeah. street. And so when I would get an opportunity to, you know, to meet her, because she didn't have a cell phone, mm-hmm. she didn't have, you know, she literally, everything she had was in her backpack, Yeah. you know, and we would call, we called it our Tim Hortons. It was just <laughs> off of McLeod Trail. And so we would meet there and, you know, just the, because she looked like a street person, mm-hmm. right? And so just the looks that we would get yeah. at the, you know, the stairs, the, you know, you know, things like that, not wanting to serve her until they knew that, oh, she was with me. Yeah. You know, things like that. And it was, that must've been awful. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. And then, you know, the hospital visits and that, you know, she wasn't deserving of a hospital bed. I could just, you need to just take her and leave, you know, and stuff like that. And, and refusing to leave, you know, because she was overdosing and, you know like just Mm -hmm. so just hardcore stuff yeah right and so long story short so from going so knowing what it was all like out there Mm -hmm. and knowing that i'm not the only parent going through it knowing that a lot of our healthcare system a lot of our policing system a lot a lot of people don't know what to do Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. They don't. And there's no association that these are not just junkies or addicts mm-hmm. or 
you know, all the all the horrible names that have been associated yeah. with, you know, these vulnerable people because yeah. that's what they are, right? Yeah. But that these are these are people's sons and daughters, mm-hmm. you know, because that 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 was my daughter. Yeah. You know, and so oh, I just got chills when you said that. So that's what I wanted to bring to mm-hmm. the conference. I want to start to use the conference to help our society understand, mm-hmm. you know, a place for parents to come to learn, to learn about resources, to mm-hmm. learn about what's out there, who to call, how do I know um, if I need to do a P-chad, yeah. how do I know, is my son really that bad or or is this normal teenage mm-hmm. use? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just all of it. And then for the police to be able to come and put a face to mm-hmm. the, put a family to that kid that's out on mm-hmm. the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that these are, these, we, we belong to each other. Mm-hmm. These people belong to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They might look forgotten. They mm-hmm. might look like nobody cares, mm-hmm. but they're, they belong to people. Yeah. You know, and so, and then just to educate those people that, that don't know because mm-hmm. it, you know I am I am learning big time like whether you have addiction in your family or not mm-hmm. you probably know someone that yeah. does yeah it's almost you I you I almost can't even have a conversation mm-hmm. anymore without oh I know someone or I have someone or I am someone yeah. you yeah. know what I mean where it's it's I don't even know if I've actually talked to anyone in these last say six years that I've been in this with with Eddie when mm-hmm. this all started that they said, Oh, I don't have a clue about addiction. And I don't know anybody that, ha-, you know what I mean? Yep. I, yeah. I don't know anyone either. And it could be the people we hang out with probably. But. Well, maybe that, you know, that could be it too. But. I'm just saying, I hope so because I really hope it's not everybody, but yeah. Yeah. It's you know, hard to say. It. But it's, it's pretty out there. It is. Yeah. You know, and especially I think that, you know, even with the drugs and everything that's out there too. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of, we it's the volumes turned up on all of that yeah you know and so that's the conference and so we basically for our speakers mm-hmm. we had the police we had doctors we had lived experience mm-hmm. we had you name it it yeah. was there so we we really tried to for that first one it was like addiction 101 yeah. that's the best way i know how to describe it yeah and so we're already now starting to plan for the next one in nice. june so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because we need more, right? We need more. We do. Yeah. We do. We do. And I yeah. know some people like get tired of hearing about it because they think it's an oversaturation, right? Like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know if, if people aren't dealing with it like presently, it can be on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're want. We all kind of want to see what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Um, but I am grateful that it just continues to grow. Yeah. And that there, even though some people might not like the saturation, uh, you know what? Until we can figure out a way mm-hmm. to allow each other to be ourselves and whatever else, we mm-hmm. have to go back and start with the children of the next mm-hmm. four generations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that maybe addiction and whatever else, um, we might be able to figure out how to actually solve it. Yeah. Solve something. Yeah. Um, in terms of, because as we understand more and more about the, the medical side to addiction and alcoholism and all the things that go along with it, 
I, I believe we're going to get closer to a, a solution that's more all-encompassing. Yes. As opposed to so splintered. Yes. Right? Like yeah. we have now where we have, you know, we have non- 12-step based stuff because of the God word we have and which is good because don't get me wrong we need all kinds mm -hmm. and yeah I'm just hoping I guess and yeah. this is a hope that that all kinds comes down to something tangible that we can help each other get yeah right yeah. something more comprehensive and I guess it's part of why I really deeply appreciate the the triathlon training as a part of the recovery mm -hmm. you know um, mm -hmm. and I, I think it's it just goes without saying, mm -hmm. right? That the body needs to be treated as well. Totally. Right? Yeah. And and I, I know that lots of times when people sober up, we're not even aware of our health problems. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And well, and not even aware to that, like our body is a machine. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah. a living, breathing organism. Mm -hmm. you, and it's full of medicine mm -hmm. in a sense for lack of a better word in and of itself yeah you know what i'm saying so when you tap mm -hmm. into to doing the triathlon and you you get your own natural release of endorphins mm -hmm. and you like everything that it does helps to heal yeah. the body physically spiritually mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally yeah all of it just because of the way that we're created mm -hmm. the way that the brain works the way that mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so it's just it's it's so like mm -hmm. it's, it's necessary necessary yeah. it's almost just like a uh, like a no-brainer yeah you know you feel better when you exercise way better yeah right even if it's just walking mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be a triathlon yeah. you know just walking getting out in the fresh air walking mm -hmm. 20 minutes yeah. You can't, you know, you come back, you feel better. Yeah, your problems might still be mm -hmm. there, but you, you feel like, okay, <sighs> yeah, I can do this. You accomplish something. You, right? you know, on yeah. all the stuff that you're learning, yeah. whether that be an AA, smart recovery, mm -hmm. CBT therapy, whatever it might, or, C, yeah. you know, whatever therapy it might be, you're able to now put some of that learning mm -hmm. and some of those tools and principles into practice because you're yeah. you know what i mean you've mm -hmm. kick-started your brain yeah. and and your endorphins and all so everything's engaged mm -hmm. now and then you know you come back and you're like it's it's not that insurmountable i think you know what i mean yep. i think i can do this well and when you get into that that zone of um like with running there's a runner's high that we all yeah. know about and I yeah. mean, when i was younger and i could run i felt it now now i'm not interested but only because if i ran i hurt way too much um, but there's the 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 kickstarting of the brain through exercise yeah and I, I i think now i i don't know i know some people i think who haven't exercised regularly in their mm -hmm. life and they might not benefit from that because they don't know that it's there like they don't they yeah. don't may not realize yeah that you know even just by like, and I'll just use a personal example so I'm not diamond anybody out. So I've been in a lot of pain. I have a chronic pain for five years now and um, five or six. Jeez, it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. But I hurt much less when I exercise. So, but it, And so oh, trying to pass that on to other people is, is tricky, right? Because yeah. I, I have chronic pain and there's some things I can't do. Yeah. But what I stopped doing a few years ago was focusing on what I can't do, right? Yeah. Which is what we're... we're talking about yeah. right because so up until about a month ago i was 
being kind of led down a path by my doctors and stuff that I might have to have another surgery on my back. Mm -hmm. And even just going through all the tests, and you could probably attest to this, Darcy, like being here every Saturday for that time where I, I was starting to feel less and less energy. Like, mm -hmm. and, and it, was, it wasn't because I was doing less. It was because my brain was thinking I was going to have to have surgery. Yeah. And it was just that little brain tweak because when I got my last MRI results back and my surgeon said, your back is fine, like we're good, like we can go back to physio, mm -hmm. the little word of your back is fine, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I can go back to the gym. I can work out. And that even just that knowledge of being able to do it mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. was like a motivator. Mm -hmm. and, and like over the last couple of weeks, I've been able to do more and more resistance training which I hadn't done for like three years. Nice. Wow. Really? Wow. But it's it's just that kickstart to the brain. When you said that, it got me thinking that yeah. it's about that, um, the little step. Totally. Just a little bit. Yeah. You know? Oh, and that's exactly why I love, you know, because a lot of people are like, why the triathlon? Like, what, you know? Yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm like, why a triathlon? Yeah. <laughs> well, <and> honestly, <laughs> some, some of that came because of what it did for me personally. Yes. Right? And because honestly, David, like when I decided to do the half Ironman, it was like a dream of mine from in my like early 20s. Wow. Right. And so and then I was going through all the hell with my daughter was lost and on the street. And, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden now I'm going to do a half Ironman. Like I'm just like, you're crazy, you know. But then how I started to feel doing mm -hmm. it like and I couldn't swim. Like, I kid you not. And so even when you're saying small steps, mm -hmm. even when we get into recovery, yeah. small steps, don't worry about you can't drink or use for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Just worry about today, yeah. right? Just focus on to all you need right now. It's maybe it's only the next five minutes. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing when I got into the pool and I like could not swim. Yeah. I was having anxiety. Well, you can't do a triathlon if you don't swim. You know what I mean? And so it was like, I would okay, be foolish to try. To, well, I know, maybe that too. You know what I mean? But I got in the pool and I'm like, you know, I'm, I felt, I was, in, I felt, in, I felt sorry for my coach mm. because she's like, okay, let me, you know, let, we got three and a half months to train for half Ironman. You've never done a triathlon in your life. Okay, let, let me see how, what you, let me see what you got here for swimming, right? Wow. Like, bad i think i kind of sort of dog paddled yeah like barely to the end sputtering kicking you know yeah freaked out like using four times the energy you need oh yeah. like she yeah. i you know i <laughs> i honestly felt sorry for her for a while because it was you know mm -hmm. but i i was i was determined to mm -hmm. like you know and i would see the people swimming yeah back and forth and not having to stop for 10 minutes on the one end. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and stuff like that. And I just, they're swimming back. And I thought, wow, will I ever get there? Mm -hmm. Will I ever get there? Yeah. You know, and eventually I got there, but it didn't happen overnight. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, just, and so that's the same kind of mentality. Yeah. We tell these kids when they come in, they're not kids, but they're, they're, they're our kids, you mm -hmm. know, they're like 15 to 30, but it's the same those thing. Those are kids for us. There's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, you those know, are kids. It's like, but it's like, 
oh, I don't, you know, I don't know, coach. Like, I, you know, I can't swim or I can't. Mm-hmm. Well, you you didn't think you could be sober for 24 hours either. Yeah. I you love know that I mean? analogy. Right? I love but that. It's, but it's the same. It and is. And that's why it parallels. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like, and not for, to, but it's, you know, it's easier to run. Almost anybody, in a sense, like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but could run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, yeah, it's going to take some work. Mm-hmm. to do this triathlon and to put it together. Yeah. Just like it's going to take some work to overcome your addiction, mm-hmm. to stay sober, yeah. to not want to go back, yeah. to not, you know what I mean? And so we use those mm-hmm. parallels because with every discipline in the triathlon, mm-hmm. swimming's a discipline, running, biking, they're disciplines. Mm-hmm. Even the transition is a discipline. Mm-hmm. With those disciplines, because you, I, I used to think I was a fairly relaxed person mm-hmm. until I got in the water. Yeah. And then it was like, my the coach was like, Venetia, drop your shoulders. And I was like, I didn't know my shoulders weren't dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it pulls out different mm-hmm. things. You know, you have to learn to breathe. You have to learn to like become one mm-hmm. with the water. Like pulls out different things that mm-hmm. running doesn't do, yeah. that biking doesn't do. Yeah. Right. So it helps them locate themselves. Yeah. You know, so even when there, a lot of times we get in the water with these kids, Mm -hmm. you know, and they might be feeling anxious. Maybe they're, they're struggling like in their, you know, wanting to, you know, and it's like, we're just going to breathe. They want to do 30 laps before they do one. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like that. Yeah. You have to slow down. You have to get your Mm -hmm. breathing under control. You have to. That would you know? be that would be an interesting difference of the water. It totally and, is, and not just with swimming, but like in other in other occupations. Like you're a diver, and but the water it brings with it like it brings with it hazards that you will not have running or riding a bike. Exactly, and it it requires so much more of your mind body connection in mm-hmm. the water. And I think that's well, that's one of the reasons why I love the water so much. Yeah, right. But but also that um, you just. If you can do it in the water, you can do it on land. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you can do it in the water, you can do it on land. If yeah. you can swim 30K, yeah. you can easily run 30K. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, your brain would kind of register yes. that, I think. Yes. Well, and especially too, because in these guys, like, I, I, I remember just even with Mike, our, just our last athlete, like, he'll even tell you, like, he hated swimming <laughs> when he got in. Yeah. You know, hated it. And now, like, he loves it. Mm-hmm. And now what the swimming portion of the triathlon it's it's like having a shower yeah you know it's like having a shower before i'm gonna go hit the bike yeah for a bit and then run you know what i mean like it's it's our it's part of it's our most relaxing time wow you know and but and you're you're giving her yeah you know but it's you're just you're just at peace Mm -hmm. and so it it shows them that they can Mm -hmm. when they think they when they thought they couldn't yeah you know what I mean? It shows yeah. them that you look at what you can do. Mm-hmm. Look at what you can do. Yeah. You didn't think you could swim 1500 meters when you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You couldn't even hardly do 25. Yeah. And now you're doing 1500. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What else do you got? That's right. Right. And that's what, so some of our kids that have gone through, they've gone back to university mm-hmm. that, you know, stuff like, like they're amazing. Yeah. They're the, the possible, the whole world opens up for them. Mm-hmm. You know, after they do these triathlons and they're like, holy crap, I, I could see did, that. did it. Yeah. Like I couldn't even friggin' swim when I started. Mm-hmm. 
I could so, see that just elevating a person. It totally to, does. It, yeah. t- it takes their recovery to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely saw that with one of my friends who got into it a couple, a few years ago. We got into the biking first and then, yeah. and then he was like, no, swimming first. He was swimming first because he really liked to swim. Yeah. And then it just naturally gravitated to where I think, did he do a full Ironman this summer? Yeah. He did a full Ironman for the first time out in Quebec, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It was at the Montreal. Yeah. I think okay. It, yeah. 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 It was a big triathlon, I think. Yeah. Right there, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, and he just, it was fa- fascinating to me watching, right? Yeah. This guy who, when I first met him, no exercise. Yeah. Like walking. Yeah. He walked everywhere, but yeah. that was about it, I think, yeah. at the time. And, and now he's just a changed human. Yeah. From it. Totally. Right? Yeah. That's exactly. And that's right? a, in a cool way. Like yes. a changed human in a very cool way. Yeah. Because then it's like you tap into that part in your brain. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember it happening to me, mm-hmm. you know, where I was like, I remember the day I did my first half Ironman. I could see it like it was, I just did it this morning, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember being in the water and swimming and the sun is shining through the lake. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I'm doing this, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't even swim three months ago. Like, yeah. And it's it's almost like your brain goes, like nothing is stopping you. Mm-hmm. You want to do this? What's mm-hmm. stopping you? Nothing. Yeah. You want to do that? What? Nothing is stopping you. Mm-hmm. Nothing is stopping you. Nothing yeah. is stop. The only thing stopping you is you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is myself. Yeah. You're. I'm the only person holding me back from doing anything that I want to mm-hmm. do. You know? Yes, I might fail. Yes, it might flop. So what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it just, it turn it turns something on in the brain mm. that for a lot of us, we never turn it on. Yeah. We never turn that on. Do you think you it's know? because we carry that, that message in our head and wherever we got it from is probably different for everybody. Yeah. But that message of, well, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Like I can't do what other people do there. Like, yeah. Oh, even totally. if we have an interest in it. Yeah. I, I know for me, like, you know, we're talking about like recovery out mm-hmm. loud and all that. Like I grew up in AA. I, mm-hmm. uh, both my parents were alcoholics, so I was hitting the AA rooms at yeah. like five, six years old and then ended up being an AA myself at 18. Mm-hmm. And so just with, you know, being secret and being, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. But with that, I also was secret about those other messages, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I got them yeah. from my childhood. I got them from different things that I've been through in my life. Uh, different parts of my journey or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah I grew I grew up feeling like I I just didn't have what it takes mm-hmm. at all you know what I mean I grew up feeling like I was stupid yeah grew, you know that who do you think you are mm-hmm. you know what I mean who do you think you are to yeah. do that like you're you know you don't you don't have what it takes yeah like you're you know you're not significant enough mm-hmm. and so yeah so so starting that run and there's been little things that have trickled over the years you know that kind of help to um dispel that message but 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 when i did that started the terminator run like when it was just the youth addiction awareness run and then especially when i did my half iron man it it uh you know instead of just taking a little step 
it was like a huge step on steroids. Mm. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I just, it just crushed those beliefs. Yeah. Crushed them. Like yeah. instantly crushed. And that's, then I, I, I felt like I was born again, again. Mm-hmm. That's like, it like I really came alive. That's far out. Yeah, yeah it was far yeah. out. Yeah. Totally. Like, it, yeah. Born again, again. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just took my level of belief and my level of, to a whole new. So then when I was thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't go through the same thing when I, because when I first started, thought about doing the run, yeah. I was, I sat on that probably for almost a year before yeah. I actually even did anything with it. When I had the thought, mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, Terminator is going to start taking these kids. We're going to do trial. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I did my half, my first half Ironman yeah. in July. I launched Tri Terminator mm-hmm. that fall. Wow. Like just a couple, two, three months later. Yeah. I was, we're in. I was in. Mm-hmm. I was, that was it. That's how, what my, what had happened to my thinking yeah. and my belief system. Well, completely transformed, right? Totally transformed. Yeah. Totally. And that's why when I, you know, when I, these kids, I know it's going to transform their yeah. lives. I already know that. Yeah. All you have to do is not quit. Yeah. Just don't quit on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it will literally revolutionize your life. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Whatever that means for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you will be transformed. Yeah. You're it's- describing what makes discipline so essential for a human, right? Like having, when you mentioned the different disciplines of swimming, biking, and running, and the, but the discipline in general of training. Yeah. Like just in general. Yeah. And and having a more disciplined life. Oftentimes people think it's negative, right? Like yeah. that. Oh, you're going to be disciplined. You're going to get in trouble. But it's not like that. Yeah. 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 Like if a person really wants a simple life. Yeah. Make it a disciplined one. Yeah. It'll be simplified within weeks. Yeah. Right. And you go further. Yeah. You go further. Well, you you go accomplish further. more. Yeah. 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 I just, it's, it's so essential. And I know as an alcoholic here, yeah. as myself. <clears throat> and I think it says it somewhere in our literature about we're undisciplined. Yeah. <laughs> and I was definitely undisciplined, even yeah. though I would work out every yeah. day. I was still undisciplined. Yeah. You know, it was like the workouts were all, my only discipline in a day. Yeah. Was where I was the only place I was going to be disciplined. Otherwise, I was a complete wing nut and discipline was out the window because it was a joke, right? Yeah. Back then it was, I don't need discipline. Discipline's for army brats or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> and, but in recovery, it's that, Learning a discipline is like mind-blowing, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. really getting into something you love, obviously. Yeah. It blows the top off your brain. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. There's no more ceiling. Yes, totally. Yeah, because that's yeah. the impression I get from you is that yeah. there's just no more ceiling. That's exactly, I love yeah. that actually. That's that's how I felt. And I feel like even as a, as we're journeying through this see because terminator's mm. evolving all the time for sure i i i am challenged more and more just even in my own thinking mm-hmm. you know to just think bigger yeah. stretch my imagination so, and i've got a pretty big imagination yeah, I so bet. you know what i mean yeah. and so it's i'm just like why not that why not yeah. that why not that yeah why not mm. why not me why not terminator why, why not, not? You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm just like, 
the worst that can happen is they'll say no or mm -hmm. what so what yeah you know so what so yeah. what and so it, it totally has removed the lid yeah totally took the lid right off yeah yeah i love that no doubt yeah like it's, but we when, should all live like that yeah and we all could and I we think. all could yeah yeah i, I mean and, and i know that we're talking about it from our perspective here in north america mm -hmm. and we all can yes right like yes. In, given the given us uh, situations where we have the opportunity to expand, mm -hmm. you know, and dig into whatever the discipline is. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about with Darcy's friend who walks from yeah. Victoria yeah. to Ottawa. <laughs> like that's discipline. Yes. But I bet you if I sat down with that gent and asked him if he felt like he lived a disciplined life, he might not say yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like he might say not at all, but I'd say I beg to differ. Yeah. Because if you're able to do that, yeah that shows discipline totally that mental discipline totally. to just get something done yeah right yeah. And, and i think oftentimes we just forget showing up sometimes is mm -hmm. all we need to do to start mm -hmm. right is show up mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i'm not going to show up for the triathlon training i promise <laughs> you um but i tell you what i'll be thinking about it right and because yeah. it's it expands my thinking about what i've always thought of so a few years ago i worked at a treatment center and I won't say which one it was, yeah. but it doesn't matter because they had a gym. But the gym at that time was really bad when I worked there because it was a long time ago. Really bad gym. So I would take the guys and we would go to a local gym mm -hmm. that allowed them to work out there yeah, um, for a discount or for free. I can't remember. And I would we would talk about more depth while we're working out together. Than they ever told me in the office totally right yeah because it does something to the yeah. brain yes. where it just and so when i when i left there i tried to keep that with me yeah so oftentimes i'll i'll walk with people i'm working with yeah we'll walk along the river we'll we'll do whatever in order to get that brain kickstart yes right yes yeah i just totally think it's great it. yeah yeah it's so true wow yeah what time are we at dude one hour one hour this is awesome i want you to keep talking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you, is it like, I, I mean, you're, there's probably, what are some of your dreams? Like for Terminator? Yeah. Or for you oh. in, in, in the future? Uh, well, Anything you can talk about. Yeah, yeah. No, for Terminator, I totally, um, I'm really pumped about this coming year. Mm -hmm. uh, just some of the partnerships that we have in the making and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But I, I see Terminator um, going like spreading all across Canada yeah. and and then global globally. Awesome. I totally do. I yeah. um that's my that's my dream. That's mm -hmm. my vision, my goal for it. Yeah. Um is to just catch like wildfire, yeah. you know? And uh and then you know how we have like the Terry Fox run? Yeah. In all the I want to have the Terminator run in all the schools across Canada mm -hmm. and have these kids doing the Terminator run for youth addiction awareness, yeah. right? Start, let's start getting cool. these kids at younger ages, mm -hmm. you know, just like we talk about like sex education and stuff like, mm -hmm. we need to be talking about addiction. Mm -hmm. We need to, you know what I mean? And yeah. stuff like that. And just to, yeah, have that youth addiction awareness mm -hmm. run in all the schools. And so that's another one of my goals. And I'd love to see the triathlon part mm -hmm. of the program as a part of Maybe even the curriculum, like we do mm -hmm. volleyball or basketball. Yeah. Let's, you know what I mean? I know that we have kids in schools that are struggling with addiction, mm -hmm. right? Without question. Without question. Yeah. 
So why not have a program that's for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they can have that peer support that, because that's the thing that we offer in with the triathlons is mm-hmm. they get that peer support. Our, our guys that are guys, gals, whatever that have run through the program, they yeah. come back, oh, right? Good. They help train and mentor. Mm-hmm. They offer that peer support. You know, it's recovery coaching. It's yeah. all of that. Why not ha- implement that? Um, triathlon program into mm-hmm. the high schools, into the, you know, yeah. what are you doing today? I'm, I'm a Terminator, man. Yeah. Like what, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're running 10 miles today. Frick. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bang that shit out. Yeah. You know, and then I'm going to go home and kick ass on my homework Yeah, and feel like a rock star, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so I, yeah, I, I see that happening and for Terminator, I, one day I'd love to have our own facility, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. stuff like that. And and just, yeah, just keep going. Just keep, I, I just want to, I don't, I, I don't want to lose any more kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it really is. You know, is. and it's doesn't have to happen. Yeah. And it, so it just, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. we <laughs> need to be doing more. Mm-hmm. We need to be doing more. Yeah. yeah we sure, way there, more. There's way more we probably could do. And yeah. I, and, you know, we do lose too many kids. Over the last two weeks, my dad and I have done four services for young people who overdosed, right? And and that's four in two weeks. And that's just between my dad and I. That's not including yeah. anyone else who's done services. See, like that's what that's insane. It's ludicrous. It is. Yeah, it's ludicrous. It is. You know, um, I saw a meme the other day, and I usually don't pay much attention to them unless they're funny because yeah, I really yeah. like to laugh. But, yeah. Um, it was uh, oh, brain problems, eh? Like the meme, what were we talking about? Um, With the, our kids, the youth. Yeah. Kids dying. Yeah. Kids dying. And I can't remember now what the meme was, but it was, it symbolized, uh, it was talking about millennials and young people. So I, I'm not, I don't care like about the labels they give the kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just young people in general. And it was talking about, it had a picture of a kid standing in front of a suicide machine. And this is, and it was outlining that this is where kids are at today. So if we can't take that seriously, like if these kids are legitimately standing in front of not obviously real suicide machines, but if this is what the message is passed around, mm-hmm. if this is what these kids are going through, why are we not taking them more seriously? Right? Like, like when that, and I, I don't want to get too political because I'm not very political, Yeah. but I do, when it comes to these kids, I, I do get mad. Yeah, me too. I get mad at adults who... First of all, like that Greta, I'll use her as an example because she's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That, she's Swedish, right? Yeah, yeah. So I actually read some stuff about some people that I used to follow, I used to follow, <laughs> that they were like talking about this gr- little girl. She's 16? Yeah, 16. So she's 16 years old. And these are grown men, my age probably, maybe a little older, a couple of them. And they are being so rude and belittling to this child because she's speaking up for what she believes and all i can think of is why are we doing that why do we want them to be quiet yeah like why yeah this is this has got to be some connection and now maybe correlation and obviously i am making a very um loose affiliation here Mm -hmm. between that meme with the suicide machine but this stuff all has to be connected somehow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because when a kid has guts to do that stuff Mm -hmm. and stand up for um, obviously some stuff that we need yeah. to be thinking about. Yeah. 
do we, are we not able to see the connection to that, our ignoring them, to them becoming kids standing in front of the suicide machine mm -hmm. because they got no options? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they know better than we do that if things continue the way they are without changes, that there will be nothing for them to live for. Mm -hmm. Right, like, mm -hmm. um, because anyway, I, I'm sorry, I got no, off. No, don't the, be sorry. But don't I, be sorry. It was the kids. When we're talking about the kids, all I can think about is these poor kids. Yeah, that are are standing up. Yeah, we we tell them not to be lazy. We tell yeah. them not to, to yeah. do this, so they're not being lazy. They're yeah. not sitting back. Yeah, they're getting out there, and then we tell them, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to hear that. That's yeah. a bad message for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so anyway, I'm sorry, I got kind no, of no, 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 don't be there. sorry. It's that, um, but it's again that out loud. Stuff. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. It's not just trolling on the internet. Like these kids are actually getting out there yes. and taking some shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And just like you mentioned earlier, with these with kids in addiction, like we're, it's a war. Yeah. Basically. And the, I mean, the numbers are staggering for yeah. losses, right? The, yeah. the losses would indicate a war of yes. some kind. Yes. You know, um, and so we have to just, we have to listen to them. Yeah. You yeah. know, if they're telling us that we're not listening, well, maybe we should listen. Yeah. Instead of saying, yeah, we're listening. We just don't yeah. like Yeah. Well, it. and do more. And do we more. We need to actually do something. Yeah. Like what yeah. you're doing. Wow. That and then some and more. Yeah. And, more, and blowing, louder. Louder. You know? Bigger and louder. Yeah. And blow like the roof off. Yeah. 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 I cool. know. I, yeah. So you got me all fired up. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we had last year there was a, a lady who came on, a friend of mine from. Uh, she was with Sea Shepherds, and she does missions with them. So okay. she goes out on there, and they do like they interrupt whaling and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And it's like very dangerous stuff, but she got me fired up too. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I think there was a couple in between. So far, though, you're like the most fired up because I'm literally like my blood's boiling. Hey, I'm like <laughs> thinking about how just there's so much we can do. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is, and there's so much that we're not being people. People are not being held accountable for, mm -hmm. and that's another thing that's has lately really been kind of starting what do you to think? piss me off. Yeah, what about which? Just with our, we're all about the the dollar. Mm -hmm. It's all about the dollar. Yeah. Right. The the almighty dollar. Mm -hmm. You know. And what sells? Yeah. Right? And what that's, sells? And that's at a price, right? Oh, it totally is. It's, yeah. And our kids are paying for that price. Yeah. Right? All of these mm -hmm. overdoses and, you know, yeah. psychotic episodes and mm -hmm. early depression. Like, I, I've never seen a generation. So, it, it, they're all being diagnosed. Mm -hmm. at, you know what I mean? At ridiculous ages. Yeah. Kids are suicidal at 8, 9, 10 mm -hmm. years old. What the hell? is going on mm -hmm. that our kids are suicidal at those ages yeah that our kids are using drugs and drinking at 11 12 13 mm -hmm. that's insane yeah that's insane it's you insane know? absolutely and it, sh it shows what you're talking about totally and but but it's all of the messaging mm -hmm. but but the messaging is just it just keeps coming and coming and yeah. coming and coming the memes get worse mm -hmm. you know the jokes are worse the commercials, the advertising, mm -hmm. the marketing, you know, meanwhile, you're, you just buried four kids in the mm -hmm. last two weeks yeah. and that's just you, and my, you, know, yeah, you and your dad, you know what I'm dad. saying? Yeah. But that's, yeah. Like what, whose kid has to die yeah. before we start to think about the messages that we're sending. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's the same with, with this girl, Greta, mm -hmm. right? It's, yeah. 
she got loud. And, she, and, and nobody wants to hear her anymore. Nope, yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't understand. It, no, yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, how many people have to die before? Like, I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. You and, know? And the, I mean, I understand that. Why we, aren't we doing more? Because if we change the messages, people lose what they think they're totally they need, right and yeah but i mean i don't care frankly i don't care we should change the messages anyway yeah. and the good news is is that people like yourself like us we can absolutely do what we feel is yeah. best yeah right now yeah. and say to hell with those bad messages yeah or the 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 um the dangerous messages yeah let's just call them dangerous because some mm-hmm. of them are dangerous right? yeah uh, and to hell with that we get to do it in the way that we can do it, mm-hmm. right? Totally. We can yeah. be as loud as we want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't mean to just focus on Greta's name but either. I know that there's like, in Canada, there's an indigenous girl that's like, yes. Autumn, that's her name? Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Autumn Pelche. Takaya Blaney. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't want to not Yeah, I know it's... It was because I couldn't remember their names. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're all important. Totally. Right? And I know there's yeah. more than just those three. There's yeah. a whole... Yes. Like, if, we're, yes. if we really want to like open the, the floodgates for them, there's probably millions of young people that want to say the same thing. Yeah. Was, like was it really? Yeah. I, had, I had no idea. See, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Instead yeah. of drinking, instead of drugs, mm. instead of dying at 13 yeah. and 14 and 15... Yeah. Right? Like. And, and who cares what side of the debate you're on? If you're an adult seeing children do this, be excited. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. the outcomes are undecided, man. Yeah. Just yeah. be excited for the yeah. kids. You yeah. don't have to agree with them. Yeah. But yeah. we don't have to agree with each other to sit around yeah. a room and talk, right? Yeah. It's just that weird thing that we do to each other when we don't agree, we just decide we're not going to like them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially if we vehemently disagree. Yeah. You know, especially if the perspective threatens our livelihood, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because I mean every possible thing could threaten anyone's livelihood at any given time. Totally, right? We yeah. just might not be aware of it. Yeah. And, and so the real I don't know. I just don't get it. I just want to support those kids. Yeah. You know, because I want those kids to grow up knowing that they're important mm-hmm. totally. and not feeling that they're not important yeah. because that's when that disconnection, mm-hmm. and I know there's lots that go into addiction and developing that over the years, mm-hmm. um, but the, the one thing that's made the most sense to me, I guess two things, was pain mm-hmm. and isolation, mm-hmm. that disconnection, mm-hmm. you know, from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anyway, we could talk about this all night. <laughs> I, I, I am so grateful you came. Benicia, thank, you, thank, thank you. you for coming. Yeah, This is awesome. Do you have anything else you want to share? Oh, I usually ask people, yeah. and sometimes I forget because I have a bad brain sometimes, um, but if you could tell somebody out there anything at all, something that you wished you could have heard when you were younger, is there anything that jumps out to you? Yeah, probably the first thing would be, um, it, I mean, it is around addiction and stuff like that mm-hmm. because I, I mean, when I was knowingly like I was 12 and I knowingly uh started to drink because I sort of mm-hmm. accidentally got drunk when I was seven yeah um but I knowingly started drinking at yeah 12 11 12 and so at 12 you remember feeling better? well I just I just I just wish that I would have known that addiction mm-hmm. runs in my family and it's yeah. pro- you know what I mean yeah. it would probably be a safer bet for me to not drink to avoid drinking mm-hmm. because I could fall into this, yeah. right? And 
So I just, that would probably uh, be it. And then not to be ashamed, right? Yeah. Just that, because that, um, this shame and the stigma just about killed me. Mm -hmm. And that's actually when I, I decided to kind of get loud. Yeah. Was just like a few years ago now, but I wish I would have got loud a long time. I wish Mm -hmm. someone would have told me it's okay to get loud. Like it's okay, you know, but I had grown up with that, you know, you stay anonymous because... Mm -hmm. Because it's shameful. Because it's shameful. Yeah. And it that was safe. And and yeah, that you know, it that just about killed me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I yeah, and just, it, it actually kills many, right? Yeah, it yeah. totally does. Yeah. yeah. It's debilitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's debilitating. And so that would be probably just for the young people that yeah. you know, if you are or if you are struggling with it already, like mm-hmm talk to someone yeah get loud reach get, out yeah, yeah yeah there's no shame in it at all. no no something you said earlier and i i maybe we could close with this or if unless you have something to say no, after, yeah, but I'm, I'm good. as you were describing having um meeting your daughter when she was on the street and you're in tim hortons and this is my message to people i mean as valuable as that might be <laughs> but is like when you see that girl who's on the street or that guy on the street i really i really hope that you can at least think for a second that they have a parent, mm-hmm. that they have a, maybe they have a child, mm-hmm. maybe they have a brother or a sister, mm-hmm. maybe they have both parents, mm-hmm. you know, um, and try to look at those individuals just like you would anybody else, mm-hmm. that they do have people. Mm-hmm. They just might not be connected to them right mm-hmm. now, um, but they are somebody's son, they are somebody's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like this, this stuff is not separate, mm-hmm. right? Like it's all connected. And it totally is. Yeah. And yeah. thank you so much. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Because as you yeah. were talking about that meeting with your daughter, I just, all I could think of was, yeah, because now I bet you I'm not even going to be able to look anymore without yeah. seeing the parent or yeah. somebody with them. And Yeah. Well, and that, it changed everything for me. Like I, I, I used bet. to work at the DI yeah. downtown. And so... I was already kind of obviously familiar with mm-hmm. that, but it was it just changed everything when it when when it was Eden, when yeah. it was my own daughter, right? Yeah. And so it just made it that much more personable for me because mm-hmm. my daughter was the one that would come up to you at the yeah. stoplight and ask you for change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it it's changed everything for me because now I even you know, if I'm going through a Tim Hortons drive-through, you know, sometimes they'll mm-hmm. hang out by the drive-throughs, and yeah. if I see them there or whatever, I'll I'll ask them for an extra coffee and mm-hmm. a donut or muffin or something, and yeah. just give it to them when I am driving past. Yeah. And I just I I think it's just important for us to let them know that we see them. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. we don't even have to like try to save them or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like. But just that we see them. See them. They're, I see you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so... I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think someone was talking about that the other day, about eye contact. with Totally. With everyone. Yeah. Right? Like, regardless of um, where they are. Yeah. You know? And what, what place, quote unquote, they have in yeah. society, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I will give them my change if I have it. Mm-hmm. You know, do I know that it's probably going to go towards drugs? Yes, mm-hmm. but I don't care. Like yeah. it's, I just, you know what I mean? If yeah. I can make that little bit of that connection, give him my 50 cents, like mm-hmm. really? 
You yeah. know, I just want to make that connection with them. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have the opportunity to have a little bit more time with them, mm-hmm. then I will do that too. But, yep. um, you know, as long as I also too, I'm not putting myself in harm's mm-hmm. way and stuff like that. I try to be, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, they're, I mean, they're just, just humans, look, they're, yeah, they're not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I remember one time I was in Home Depot and I came out and this young kid, he probably would have been like about my daughter's age, mm-hmm. was in the parking lot and I just asked, I was just like, buddy, are you hungry? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to come in? I'll just buy you a sub. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, okay. And we just chatted. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You know? What Because mm-hmm. to me, it was like, this is, this could, that could have been my daughter, right? Yeah. So bought him a sub, let him know about, you know, where's mm-hmm. your parents? Yeah. Maybe call your mom, you know. And I told him a little bit about my daughter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then, yeah. What a great connection. But it's just, yeah, yeah, I think it's so important for. And it all starts with seeing him. It totally does. Yeah. Because, you know, Eden has come back now that, like, because Eden's, almost three years clean and sober now oh great yeah i i, I meant to ask earlier about her so i yeah I'm sorry and I so no 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 she's doing incredible she Fantastic. she works at arc now she used Does to she? work at the um in from the cold and oh, now she works at arc yeah she has a daughter she's pregnant with her second child she's like doing phenomenal mm-hmm. um but uh she told me about times where you know some you know then sometimes mm-hmm. it was the police that would just take that extra minute yeah. right because that's really what 30 seconds a minute mm-hmm. maybe five tops yeah you know doesn't take a lot doesn't take a lot yeah and and i mean some people would well vehemently i've been argued with because i give money to if yeah. i have it if i have change and <clears throat> when some last time someone asked me it was just a guy i was walking with and he goes why would you do that a person's just gonna drink he's just gonna drink and i said yeah that's his medicine for today. I said, if I walked by a diabetic and he and he said, I need insulin, I'd go get him some freaking insulin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to go buy the guy a bottle. Yeah. But I'm absolutely, like, that's his medicine. Yeah, yeah. I know what it's like. And when it gets chronic, yeah, that guy can die. Totally, yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, I, I'm, I'm glad that you, that I'm glad to hear that you care so much. And I'm not shocked that you do. This is like, it's incredible what you're doing. You know, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Please stay tuned every Wednesday as we air another episode. Thank you for your time. And please, if you're in trouble, reach out. If you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups, activities, and podcasts.